Welcome to the Connected Caroline Show, where each week we talk to founders, entrepreneurs, influencers, authors, and people just like you. And we all believe that mission and money can coexist, and purpose inspires profit. Let's get started. Well, hi, this is Caroline with the Connected Caroline Show. And today I have a new friend that I am talking to. Her name is Kennedy Shelton, and I met her at a special place called We Care Spa Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago, and uh, we did a detox together, and she told me all about her digital nomad lifestyle, and I thought that would be a great subject matter for an interview. So welcome to the show, Kennedy. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I am doing great. Much better talking to a We Care buddy. I know. (laughs) I know. It's, It's it's a special place, definitely, mm-hmm. for anyone out there that's looking to really like uh, do Absolutely. a restart and a uh, reset. Um, I highly recommend We Care Spa in Desert yeah. Hot Springs, California. It is oh, yeah. amazing, and it's not for everybody. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> it's not for everyone. But if you love it, if you if you like your health and taking just time to really focus and detox everything it's totally worth it it's totally, totally. Worth it. yeah i mean the the podcast is about following your passion and discovering your purpose and um when i'm clear when you get just totally cleaned out like you do at a place like we care that is not a, a detox retox by night kind of right. spa it is a detox straight up all the way colonics and oh, yeah. uh, no food and it's it's water <laughs> so great it's so great but um yeah. yeah you really can have clarity around what what makes you happy and you know the direction of your life and i think that there's times in um th- throughout the year that mm-hmm. every human being with all the stuff coming at you with media and energy and Mm-hmm. crazy stuff going on in our world it's nice to have a place to go and really get centered and i think that's what we care does for us what do you think it sure did it sure did you know i just uh made a little video on my tiktok earlier i was like it not only is it a physical like cleanse but it's also a spiritual one and so oh. it was such a wonderful way to start off the year and just really just kind of center yourself so that you're ready to attack like the goals and everything that you want mm-hmm. um so i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more i always call it a hardcore spa though <laughs> while it is <laughs> while it is relaxing it is a little bit of a job i mean i still have a few dreams of that checklist i'm like okay how many more do I have left? <laughs> but it is such a wonderful experience. And it's where you meet like-minded people. So that's why I'm glad to be here with you today, just to keep that kind of conversation going and keep building those relationships uh, with people who are like-minded and want to step into a space where you're fasting and you know mm-hmm. learning new ways to care for the body, especially in a society like ours that really doesn't support uh, the kind of healthy eating that we need so the healthy lifestyle i mean it absolutely it it really helps snap you back into stuff like a a lifestyle that matters to you to us you know and you like you said like-minded people from all over the world it's so it's such a like a beautiful beautiful place to go so um but we're here today 
to talk about, you impressed me so much when I was talking to you there you. Um, about your digital life, digital nomad lifestyle. And, you know, that word is thrown around a lot now, but you're living it. And so I wanted you to explain um, why you're passionate about that kind of a lifestyle and what it's all about. And, you know, I haven't had a lot of people in your age group on my podcast. Um, and so I, I love the idea of, of talking to somebody who's, you know, younger and sort of starting out their, their life, their journey in life. Um, and you know, how does the digital nomad lifestyle fit into what you see, how you see your life evolving? Oh, well, it all started really with my love of travel. I was very fortunate and very blessed. I was raised by many educators and uh, they worked at Western Michigan University for years and they worked in the doctoral programs and through those connections with students and obviously, you know, a college campus, you make international connections. And so I was able uh, to go to China when I was 10 years old and in 2008, two years before the Olympics. Uh, the year after that, we did Egypt. And again, all of this is through close family connections that you make being a professor, you know, with students in a doctoral program. So, you know, when you start hitting those, you know, crazy places at the young age of 10, you're kind of like, Paris is just a flight. Let's make it happen always. How can I make that a part of my life? So when I finally finished school in 2020, which everyone knows was the middle of the pandemic, and I went to school at Howard University, and I'm sure everyone knows Georgetown. As soon as Georgetown makes a decision about not coming back for pandemic reasons or whatever, every other school follows suit. So <laughs> I had been sitting at home since the spring break uh, the start of the pandemic. And I was like, I'm just sitting here <laughs> uh, with nothing to do and an online job that was originally supposed to be based in Asian countries. I had a stint planned in China, Korea, Japan. Um, but of course, they were some of the first to shut down. So I was like, when they recommended teaching online, and I was just sitting in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I was like, I got to do something. <laughs> I got to do something else. And I actually was reached out to on social media from a place that was a co-working facility that had gone to hotels. Their story is interesting because they had just gone to some hotels uh, on this island, Placencia in Belize, and said, hey, you don't have anyone filling these rooms. Mm -hmm we can bring you people for 30 days who will live here, stay here. You can keep a staff and they'll be real quiet because they're working. <laughs> and that's how it really started for me. As soon as I got that invite within six days, I was gone and I lived in Belize for two months. And that was really the start of my journey. From there, I made connections with amazing, again, like-minded people who wanted to experience some new things. And it just so happened that because people were being told not to travel, it made it really easier for us to get some cheap flights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bet there was nobody in the airport then, you know, people were afraid to like do anything exactly. out of the house. And so um, were most of the people, they were students that were in like you met up with in Belize. Or was well, there all well, ages? 
it was actually kind of all ages. You know, again, the pandemic really jump started a lot for people thinking, do I need to be living this big city lifestyle? Can I be someplace else? So, you know, I'm, you're talking about people who are in their late 20s, almost early 30s, who have kind of been doing the rat race, you know, and they're realizing, I don't really have to do this. I don't really have to be here. And so they grabbed their New York salary, their LA salary, and they were like, where can I go where my dollar is twice as much? Right. And so so they made, they made that work for them. And, you know, as someone who was just starting out, you know, I was always the youngest of the bunch. I'm 24 years old at the, this time. I was 23. I had turned, yeah, 23, 22. So I was a lot younger. I hadn't been in the workforce. And so to them, you know, I was like the baby sister who's just like, woo. I'm in a new place, you know, but for most people it was much more freeing to be able to do the work that they do love, but to be someplace really cool where we get to see a waterfall on the weekend or something like that. So where I was more inspired by travel, it kind of felt like the people I was with, they were just being freed from the shackles of, of capitalism. If you will. So Definitely. I mean, that was like, yeah. I mean, you look at the big cities, they were, they talk about how, how, uh, built, uh, business built buildings, you know, like are empty because people, there was a mass exodus yeah. in the big cities and people going to a, a better lifestyle community, you know, something that's slower, more, you know, healthier yeah. vibe. And the, with their current salary, that is, that's like genius. It was the, it was the sad genius part. Actually, it wasn't sad, but of the pandemic is that it opened up all of these um, possibilities that uh, were there, but you just didn't know that door was available and it became part of what people do now because yeah I mean a lot of people I know people in tech that let, went to these small communities in um you know a couple hours away from the big city and they're happier than they've ever been their life is healthier and their family's life is better and yeah it's all good so oh, yeah. so you um you know that was like your first uh, your seasoned traveler mm -hmm. for sure yeah, yeah, you know, based on the fact that you've had your first big experience when you're 10 years old, I agree. I travel with my family. Yeah. There's no better education than yeah. actually being there and experiencing different cultures and everything. Mm -hmm. But um, and so what? So now, fast forward, it's it's who you are. It's what you're doing, yes. right? You're you're yeah. moving around from country to country, city to city. Like, explain to the 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 audience, what it really means to be a digital nomad. Like, what does yeah. that mean? Oh, that's a, that's a loaded question, but we'll find some place to start because it's 30, every 30 days being someplace new, being mm -hmm. someplace different, maybe not understanding the difference between the shampoo bottle and the conditioner when you go to that grocery store and those little small things, uh, they can get at you, you know, <laughs> after a while, but it's a, it's a wonderful experience. So really it just means, um, you find a place where you can be co-working, co-living. So places like we work, 
they're coming to huge play. I think I even mentioned to you at WeCare, the hostel service that we use, Selena, it's great. And it allows you to have cheaper accommodations for that 30-day stay. Because remember, it's not like nobody wants to sign a lease here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and it's great living and experiences, but it also gives you access to the city that you're in and you're there for 30 days. So for me, I teach. So I get up at five in the morning. My students, like I said earlier, are in Asia, most Asian countries. So I have to catch their kind of after school hours. So I can start a class as early as four in the morning. But the best thing is I'm done at one. So for me, that might mean a short nap and then I can explore, you know, Buenos Aires or Rio de Janeiro for the rest of the day and get in bed early that night. Um, but it's also about curating a community because traveling sometimes can be lonely, right? So reaching out to people and, and making friends and choosing where you want to go next is also a big part of that journey. Uh, but for me, it means having the flexibility to go someplace new live a new lifestyle, really adapt to where you are as best as you can. Because while you're there longer than that tourist you met at the beach, uh, you're not there long enough, you know, to be a citizen of <laughs> wherever you're at. But four weeks is a long time to get to know the area and connect with the energy that's around you, which makes it great. So as I move forward, I do have a permanent base now for the moment in DC um, because I'm looking at making a cross country move to Cali. Um, but I want to find and, and keep that flexibility in life. So if I'm done with work, I can say, you know what? I've got two months. Let's sublease. Where am I off to? Mm -hmm. So that's how I see the digital nomadic lifestyle really meshing in with your life. And while traveling is important, you don't want to forget the real goals that you have to achieve and, and do something, whatever that might mean. For, for me, I see myself producing. I see myself directing. I see myself in that Hollywood sphere. And I really want to give it a go. And I don't want to live in that fear of failure anymore. So I want to take that leap and that step. And while that will give me a strong base here in the U.S., which I I didn't see six months ago. I still look forward to being able to say, you know, I finished this project. Where can I go? Where can I go? And how can I explore? I think that um, that's a great explanation, by the way. And I think that traveling, especially like you went on your own, you didn't go with like three friends or whatever to on your first stint really builds your resilience and builds your confidence, right? To be able to now go, I'm going to make it a, you know, go in, in LA mm -hmm. in the, in the movie industry or in the, you know, entertainment industry mm -hmm. um, that maybe if you had just done a traditional trajectory, you wouldn't have had that confidence to do that. And also, like you said, the resiliency, you need resiliency to figure out the shampoo and the conditioner and the Asian yeah. you don't speak yeah. language. Um, and, and, and that's, that's like a muscle, right. That you build. And so the lifestyle is, is really helpful for personal growth and personal development, I think. And, you know, I see, I just by talking to you, I can see 
you know, you're, you're, you're wise, you know, for your age, Thank just you. based on <laughs> your experiences, I think. Yeah. You, know? yeah, you know, it's, you know, the resiliency is one thing. I am an only child. And I think that's important sometimes mm-hmm. when I share with people this message too, because, you know, I've, I've always been the only one in the room <laughs> when I walk in, you know, there's, there isn't that brother or sister who's a year younger in the same class, you know, whatever the case may be. I come from a, a smaller family. Um, the, our younger generation is, is much smaller. So we've been spread out most of our lives when it comes from that potential, you know, familial support. So, you know, like I said, when you, when you start off really young with, with travel and then, you know, no matter where I was, I was always the only one. You just kind of learn, I think, sometimes as an only child to be like, well, I got to make some kind of friend. <laughs> so right. I got to, yeah. right, you know, right. I right. got to, I got to, adults, right. Right, right, right. And, and I will say too, I've been very blessed. I, I am fluent in Spanish. And so having that one extra, you know, language to be able to try to communicate, you know, even if it's, even if it's Italian, I did find out that I do not speak no Italian, (laughs) but I was making Spanish work for me. Okay, girl. I was like, I was like, listen, you're going to help me find the Coliseum. You just, you know, I'll speak a little bit of this. (laughs) We're going to find it out together. Coliseo, whatever you want to call it. We're going to get there, you know? So. So, you know, that, that does help those, you know, build those skills. And it's something that I've been familiar with for a long time. And I know it's hard for some people to step out and, and to, to kind of just get into it, if you will, that's my slogan on 2023, <laughs> get into it, just yeah, go is. for it, you know? Um, so um, yeah, I mean, I absolutely love it, but you know, the friends that I have made have made it worthwhile to be able to just pick up the phone and text people who have been through that journey with you. Um, you know, it's so incredibly amazing and it's so powerful. Um, because, you know, even like when you have friends back home, you don't know if that translates to an abroad experience. You know, it's like, can I make that travel experience work with that friend? But when you meet people when yeah. they're out of their comfort zone and you're all learning something new together, there is something so unspoken about that bond. Mm. And I have so much love for those people in my heart, I'll do anything for them. I will fly cross country <laughs> to make things work for them. And they, they make the experience worthwhile, you know, human connection. It's real. It's important. I get that. I, it sounds like going to summer camp every year, the same session for, I went for a month and it, those friends yeah, we're still like, there's a bond there. That's just different than mm-hmm. the people that you actually, you know, go to school with during your regular, uh, your friends you grew up with mm-hmm. and you did grow up together. You're in a different, it's weird. You tra- you're transported when you're yeah. not in your regular home comfort zone. So actually that segues into, I think that some people think that this is just for the single person, but I know more families that have taken off to the road to do, they do, you know, um, online school for the kids Absolutely. and they're doing the same thing. So it's really become more common than not for people to want to have, uh, not be saddled with the mortgage, not be saddled, you know, maybe have a smaller place or even a rental that they have home base. Right. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and then they're they've got a a a plan or not, depending on what they need right. to work out of different countries and right. educate that way. Yeah. I run into a lot of people. I run into a lot of couples too, especially mm-hmm. I probably do run with a younger crowd. Um, and I really haven't had the chance to be nomadic in the, in the U S in the way that most people are, especially like with the mini the people with the minivans and the tiny yeah, houses. The and van, like but not yeah. Really yeah, like- it actually looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it right now alone. It's that sounds like for me, it'd be a little tough to, to do alone, not in possible, but definitely an adjustment. But I, I have internationally run into a lot of couples and they make it a part of their life and their lifestyle. And honestly, they're some of the most pleasant people to have around because they're just trying to experience things with their partner. And that's something that, you know, like you don't want to be a third wheel, but it is just good energy. (laughs) And so I, really value that. And I would seek for that too, in a partner, somebody who wants to mm-hmm. explore with you and not be afraid to expose the potential family to something, you know, different for 30 days. And, and that's something that's so awesome, but you know, there's so many different people from different walks of life. You know, I've met people who, you know, recently divorced, just getting away, needing, needing those 30 days, you know, to just take that breath, try something new. Um, young people like myself, I've even met people who are mid-career who are like, I just told them I'm remote. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> like, and I'll be, right. I mean, that's just a, uh, that is a non-negotiable it's, mm-hmm. it's remote or nothing. I think that's yeah. getting, you know, has become something that people are confident to be able to say. Because there's plenty of, there's plenty, our culture just shifted so much because of COVID. Absolutely. And this this is like for the, for the better. Oh yeah. (laughs) You you know, I I couldn't agree more. You know, I lived in Amsterdam for about six months. I kind of got stuck there because, you know, I probably chose the pandemic to try to hop around, but (laughs) yeah, you know, being in the Netherlands, I'll tell you about the Dutch. It was going to rain. It had been forecasted that it was going to rain. And I was like, man, I should probably go to the grocery store before this storm rolls in that everybody talks about. It looks like rush hour at 2 p.m., okay? At 2 p.m. And, you know, the Dutch are nice. They're quaint. And so I just, we were at this stop sign, you know, in the bike lane. I just looked over to this lady and I said, excuse me, ma'am, why are there so many people out? It is 2 p.m. And she said, we are going home. We are going home. It is time. It is the rain is coming and everybody's going home. They've left work at 2 p.m. This was a Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Totally you know, different. like I don't see Americans being like, you know what? There's a rainstorm. Like I'm just going, we're just all going home from day. It's just a collective energy that we're not going to put ourselves through, you know, the rest of these four hours of the day when we could be at home, you know, maybe a snowstorm or something like that. But, you know, it's very rare that I see, at least in our culture, just a collective agreement that we're all going home today so that we don't have to put ourselves through the stress. And that is something that you take with you because their lifestyle supports just being comfortable on a day-to-day basis and not forcing yourself through the day when it can create other issues for yourself. For sure. Yeah. For sure. 
and and weather might not be the best example to to bring through and 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 show how amazing it is to see an entire culture you know decide that we're taking a break i don't know if if that is you know speaks to the audience as it as it spoke to me but it is so powerful to see that they value you know themselves and that their workforce values them as people enough to say go ahead and go home so you don't have to bike in the rain for three hours <laughs> you know <laughs> like you know right, so right i mean you know the saying your your wealth is in your health and that's mm -hmm. physical health and mental health i like so, that i need to write you know, that down <laughs> having, having a culture that respects that Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel uncomfortable staying here because I'm going to drive in the rain, you know, whatever. Right. Getting, not even having that as an issue. I mean, the United States really needs to work on on that whole the work ethic that is just not sustainable for a healthy mm -hmm. human. It just I yeah. mean, we know that. I mean, look at all the isms and the the issues that people have with their health and the mental health. Um, yeah, it's absolutely. not just from work, but I mean, it's just the rat race lifestyle. Yeah that we yeah. have here and every time i travel anywhere outside the united states i definitely hear like you guys just work all the time yeah absolutely that's from absolutely. every country oh my god yeah they're just not that way in no, other countries and oh they're know. not i i'll tell you one of the most frustrating things for me was being in buenos aires and like i said i get done with my day at 1 p.m and they wouldn't open anything up until four and i hadn't eaten lunch so every day at one i'd be racing to the cafe just to grab that empanada because they'd be like it is nap time it is way too hot the sun is out you need to readjust your lifestyle yeah. because I would be holding on until dinner. And if you know anything about Latin culture, you can eat a late dinner too. I mean, dinner is eight, nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So for me to be finished with like nowhere to go, nowhere to eat, because everybody was just like, we'll see you at four. You know? Well, yeah, those are the growing pains yeah. of being a digital nomad is that you yeah. need to like figure that stuff out quickly or you're, yeah. you will suffer. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So, I definitely found that grocery store fast. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> between the shampoo and the conditioner. All of those things. All of those things. <laughs> um, so if people were going to Google uh, where they could, you know, find companies that offer the digital nomad lifestyle. Actually, I interviewed a friend of mine, Karen Flavel, who um, has cassava and it's the, I, I'll put in the notes which uh, interview that was, but her company is a is a digital nomad lifestyle company. So you can you can listen and watch that um, podcast over again as a book bookend to my my um, conversation with Kennedy here. But um, um, what was I going to say? Um, the where, where we might go, where they might recommend. Oh yeah, where where yes, so what are like the top places that people can like check out um to, to travel to or to use to, to use as like a, okay. a like a company that would help them i mean you could do it on your own oh, yeah what are the like kind of the main companies right now besides cassava which is which is coming online now they're they're a startup Good for. I look forward to to yeah. checking out Cassaba as well because you were telling me some things about that earlier. Sounds like the place to be, to be honest. Um, mostly, I can't even lie to y'all. 
do it by yourself (laughs) (laughs) because uh, some of these companies can be expensive. And if you're not coming from a big city where you're already paying $2,000, $3,000 a month for your regular monthly needs or something like that, it is a bit of a price adjustment. Um, So some great companies are, um, I love to use the Selena hostels because right. it does cur- curate a community and that's Selena, S-E-L-I-N-A. You can find them on Instagram super easily and they even have an Instagram for every single one of their locations. So you can find the headquarters and you can find wherever you're trying to go. They have over 146 locations. I love them so much because it's affordable and again, it's because they buy out hostels, it, you get that community, you know, you get those people who are living more transiently mm-hmm. uh, through the world. So you can meet up with them in other locations. I would also suggest a remote year um, or a Wi-Fi tribe. Those are companies that are so good. They're on the expensive side, but they tell you how to do the 30 days, if that makes sense, because you get there on the first of the month and then you've got four weeks of them being like, here's where you work. Here's where the store is. Here's, you know, all of your resources. Enjoy yourself. We'll see you on Saturday for your prepaid excursion. Right. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like training wheels to the digital nomadic life because it, it helps show you how you can recreate a month on your own elsewhere. Um, but other than that, once you do a remote year experience or a Y tribe experience, make those connections, make those human connections, make those friends, because you can do it so much cheaper on your own and by yourself. I have a group of friends right now. There's like eight of them. They're by themselves in, in Mexico, living their dream in Saluita, Mexico. Oh, yeah. And like <laughs> having the best life ever, yeah. you know, to start of their 2023. I think they got there at the end of December. They're not leaving till the end of this month, January. So they're just loving it. But we met in different places. You know, I'm looking at their pictures. I'm like, oh, I met her in Buenos Aires. These two met in Peru. I didn't get to go, you know, on that trip. But now I see that connections. And and the world itself, while it seems so big, it becomes smaller because the community of digital nomads is so close and so tight-knit because you know you need to stick together. So I would recommend those kind of training wheel companies like Remote Year, Wi-Fi Tribe. As you start to segue on your own, Selena, when you get your friends, go by yourself. (laughs) Go by yourself, for real. So great. So you have like a pot of people, say there's 10 of you. And so there might be four or five or six that go to, you know, for this month or two. Right. Um, And then, but in four, you know, three months, more of you will go, like you, you keep, to your little family, is that how? Exactly, and and it depends on the company you use too. So, for example, I started off with uh, the Umaya company. They have a different name now. They did change their name, but I was one of the first, so I call it Umaya. But they kind of actually had like a rolling admission. So you might be there for a week. You have been there for a week, and then somebody gets there that day, which is not like a remote year Wi-Fi tribe. So that generated this really big base for us. I mean, even like three days before I left, I met like five new people. Uh So we made this like ginormous group chat where it's just a whole bunch of people who are traveling and they're like, February, I want to be here. Who wants to go? And then you just kind of break away 
and make your own I love it. Uh, group chat of like where you want to be. And we all have like a starting cost and, and line of like how much we want to pay for accommodations, you know, what, what that wants to be. If you don't want to be in it, you don't have to opt into that trip, you know, but you know, you, you support their journey and you maintain that connection, which is really the most important thing. So I, that is the, the best thing that you can do is, is to build that community around you. And you start to see it come together and, you know, they start to help you, you know, when she's like, I went to Rio, it was only three of us. And one of our friends had been there the month before she was like, call this person, this person, and this person and yeah. go to this hostel. And we were set. Oh, our so, time there. so, you know, you, you start to help each other and, and you start to also feel, which I know is really important for people, especially traveling to countries that, you know, are not known all the time for being as safe. It's so great to have people that know that you're in that place. <laughs> yes. And that's not just your mom, but, and, and people that you know can get to you. You know, having a seasoned traveler be able to say they can get to you if they need to, you know yeah. they're going to catch that bus, that train, that plane, and that they will be able to navigate even if they don't speak the language to make sure that you're doing well, which I think is important too. It's so great. I, I love the fact that, um, your generation for sure um they don't need like permission or they, it's not like just a special trip or a gap year it's like your lifestyle mm -hmm. you know and so um i i think that it's a wonderful way to look at the world it's oh, you know yeah. like Absolutely. You said, it's like it's just a airplane flight away I, every time i go anywhere you know outside of the united states i'm like oh my god it's so close relatively speaking why don't we do this more often every right. time yeah absolutely absolutely i think one of the biggest things that always stuck with me was i was on a group trip and we were staring at the eiffel tower and you know what it lights up at night you're just like living that emily in paris feeling <laughs> and this young woman next to me who had been to over 40 countries she said y'all if we turn around and look away it's not going to evaporate and that really changed the game for me i said you know what these places are not untouchable just because i'm not there doesn't mean that Parisians aren't walking around in berets right now, like yeah. you're eating crepes. And I was like, this is something that is tangible. It is doable. And I can maintain this lifestyle. It just takes the courage and the planning to make it happen because you do have to say, you know, I am, I have been living somewhere. What am I going to do with the space that I, that I have been in? And that makes a difference. And it is as a young person, it is sometimes hard to communicate that to friends and, and family, you know, how you're making it work, what you're doing. And I remember distinctly calling my mom. I think I called her like five times in one day. And every time I called her, I would, I told her I was going to be someplace else. <laughs> I think I scared her to death. Every time I called, I was like, so get this mom. Morocco. That's where I'm going. I'll be there 30 days. I call her back two hours later. I was like, couldn't do Africa. Couldn't make it work. But guess what? Jordan, that sounds good. Doesn't it? Petra, my Indiana Jones dream. And she right. was like, oh Lord. And then I call her back and I'm like, change my mind. Portugal. Portugal is where I need to be, oh, you know? So I know, like you said, it is an adjustment between generation. Yeah. But I mean, I love that. I mean, it's, it, it, your mom is going to just be your mom, no matter what you're telling yeah, me. You know? <laughs> um, and I did meet your lovely mother, which was wonderful. Well, wrapping up Kennedy, uh, this has been a really delightful conversation and you definitely are um, 
you know, walking the talk of following your passion and, you know, finding your purpose and your purpose is to like be a woman of the world mm-hmm. and uh, share, you know, sh- share your spirit with, with everybody, with the world and not just be like, you know, in a, at a desk somewhere doing your online teaching with the Asian community. What do you teach by the way? I teach English and Spanish online. I mostly teach like pronunciation-based classes. Uh-huh. So I help them make some of those connections, you know, R's and L's, you know, things like yeah. that. Really yeah. sound yeah. things out in my classes. <laughs> well, awesome. I mean, you're just such an amazing person. And like I said, it was we care is another type of place that it's like there's a tribe of people that love it and go there. Mm-hmm. And this last trip, definitely was like amazing because there's so many people that have been there before and, and had been going for a long time. Mm-hmm. It, it was really special. So, and I got to meet you and your mom. Yes. I was so happy to meet you. It's always great to meet that other person that's been there before who kind of knows what you mean too, but we had such a great group and I was so blessed to have met you and anybody who's interested in hearing my story. I, I do love to, to share and connect. So thank you so much for having me. Thank oh, you. I love having you. And let's talk about how people can like get with your TikTok and because you have oh, a sure. following and um, you know, like all your other socials I'll, I'll put it in the notes but we'll go ahead and you know yeah absolutely I do make little daily vlogs and you should check mine out I made some for our week here experience I did everything I could to kind of hide the name because <laughs> I was like I want to gatekeep just a little bit <laughs> yeah for sure uh, but yeah you can find me on TikTok um, it's kbell000 um, it's bell like the princess so b-e-l-l-e and my Instagram is very similar kbell98 Okay. If you are interested in checking me out, I tried to make a few videos. I have some bigger trips coming up this year in 2023. If you want to follow along, places like India are on the list. Yeah, so that's, that's like my final question. Yeah. What you're yeah. going to India, where else are you going? So right now I've just got India booked. I've got some friends thinking about a Peru. And then later I've got a lot of friends who are thinking about Bali because it's really just the hot place to be right now, especially uh, because it can be so affordable with our US dollar wow yeah i mean i but i i went to bali for a month and did you love it oh my god (laughs) i loved it it was amazing it was oh yeah well i might actually need to reach out to you and get some tips and pointers really long time ago Mm, either way before you were born probably (laughs) (laughs) anyway kennedy thank you so much for being on my show and uh we'll be in touch for sure and you just have a lovely day um and you know thank you so much uh, (laughs) thanks for listening and watching everybody and until next time this is caroline with connected caroline make it a giving day bye-bye Thanks for listening to this episode of the Connected Caroline Show. If you're gaining value from these conversations, please leave us a five-star review and share it with your friends. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram and watch the video of this interview on YouTube, all at Connected Caroline. For more tools, resources, and the latest news, and to subscribe, please visit us at our website, connectedcaroline.com.